Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today, we're off to space like a misguided, self-absorbed billionaire in episode 16 of season three, Apollo, Apollo. Unlike the Bezos Branson debacle, however, one of today's plots involves a misguided, self-absorbed millionaire, a man by the name of Tracy Jordan. At other points, Jack attempts to recapture the vomitous excitement of his youth, and Liz and Jenna's already tenuous frenemyship is threatened by a recently self-diagnosed sex addict. That's right, kids. Dennis Duffy's back in action. Let's blast off. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Hello? Lemon, good morning. Uh, what is that sound? Are you frying bacon? No, it's my new running shoes. Oh, come on. Uh, Lemon, I'm going over the guest list for my 50th birthday party, and you have not RSVP'd. Oh, right. Sorry. My mail's been piling up, and I keep forgetting to buy toilet paper. So? What is that supposed to mean? Nothing. I'm coming. Good. And don't wear that thing with a belt. What thing with the belt? Don't hang up. I have a lot of belted up. All right, well, I have to say, after the bubble, I'm like, oh, God, anything else is not going to be good. But this was really fun. I'm impressed <laughs> with how much I liked it. How are your withdrawals from John Hamm? Are you surviving? I am surviving. Yes. I have turned into you, though, where I can't even watch shows anymore. Like, today I watched the YouTube clips of Patrick and David's love relationship, which you still haven't finished from Schitt's Creek. I'm aware. Then I watched, yeah. like... All of Schmidt's best moments. Like, I've become a press 10 seconds ahead. Like, I just want the highlights. Nothing else. Can't even watch the show. All I watch now is K-pop videos and compilation videos of all their cute moments. Because I'm very into the women's music. And I'm into the men's eye candy. I don't care for their... I guess you call it art. I call it just a mistake. But even those, they're like eight minutes. And I'm like, I can't commit to that. Um, When are you going to commit to finishing Schitt's Creek? I don't like things to end. And once I watch it, it's really over. It's so (laughs) worth it. And we can't talk about it. (laughs) You already told me what happened. I didn't tell you shit. Oh, well, someone did. Well, it's been over for like four years now, so. (laughs) It's been exactly four years, yeah. (laughs) Hillary was still president when it was. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a dream world. Anyways, there's this other show called 30 Rock that I really like. And this episode was way better than I remembered it being. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we say that over and over again, where it's just like we dive into an episode and we're like, I just, this is not what I want to rewatch. And then we're just like, oh my God. Well, I think the difference between casually just watching something in the background and then watching it for the podcast, I look for so much more detail, right? So the opening scene, she's pulling out her shoes and the box says wide balance on it, which is really funny because she has big wide feet. Yeah. There is no such shoe called wide balance. They're called new balance. And you're like already with the jokes. Hasn't even started. <laughs> I do appreciate you explaining humor. That was very <laughs> helpful. And also you do that because you're a professional. I watched it. I'm like, oh, what a fun time. And after 22 minutes, I'm like, oh, what exactly? It's fine. I don't have to talk about it or anything. Well, <laughs> I actually took my notes and did my research and blah, blah, blah. So when I'm really watching, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so funny, too. Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Whereas if I'm on my phone blowing up bubbles, I don't focus as much on the details. <laughs> There's a K-pop song called Bubble Bubble. I have a problem. Oh, my it's God. Very it's true. a problem. <laughs> I do have a problem. <laughs> How old Christ. are you? 
80 years old. No, I'm truly. 85 years old. I'm about 20, to turn 30. And I'm about to turn 30. So you're a 30 yeah. year old man obsessed with K pop. <laughs> like, obsessed. That's all I do. It's the only thing that brings me joy. <laughs> no, not all K pop. Like, but there are some K pop stands um, who are just like very aggressive about not it. Not heading down the more K pop information. <laughs> Nick just keeps like, taking the Cut left it turn. off, symbol. <laughs> Go I'm back like, to the show. Start your K-pop <laughs> podcast on another day with someone else. Yeah, it's a problem. What can you do? Anyway, so 30 Rock. Um, <laughs> we open in New York City. It's the it's the main character, really. No, so Liz is, uh, again, trying to try again and having a life outside of work, which, like, I got a girl. And she's going to exercise. And so she's pulling out her wide balance, as you mentioned. And then she's on the phone with Jack, who misconstrues the paper rustling for frying bacon, which seems more... On brand with Liz, right? Uh, she's yeah. like, no, they're my new running shoes. She's like, come on. But I feel like it's what you would say if I bought anything, which I do buy a lot of <laughs> things, and I'd never use them. I feel like you used the weighted blanket once. Once. The diffuser with the aroma. And then I had an allergic reaction because I put too much oil in it. <laughs> Your memoir is going to be amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so Jack's getting ready for his 50th birthday party and she has not RSVP'd. Devastating. Because her mail's been piling up and she's forgetting to buy toilet paper. And then Jack's completely confused. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. I'm coming. Good. Can we have a moment of silence? Because... Tina Fey's delivery in like three different sections today is the funniest ever. She's like, don't wear that thing with the belt. She's like, what thing with the belt? Don't hang up. I have lots of things with the belt. <laughs> so now on the TV, she sees our good friend Tracy and says, oh, what is this idiot doing? And on the TV, there's a banner behind. It's Tracy Jordan in the middle, Grizzin.com behind him and a banner that says um, space press conference banner. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that before. I love it. Oh my God. So, <laughs> so Tracy's decided he's going to go into space. He's like, if you got a spaceship and are looking for a hilarious astronaut with an irregular heartbeat and $30 million, I'm prepared <laughs> to leave as soon as tomorrow. I wrote that yesterday. I not be taking questions. This is just like, they're soothsayers at this point. Cause he's basically Bezos. He's basically the virgin guy. So thankfully we got to replace John Hamm with your other, with your other love here. Welcome to the As stage. a person who's also Dean in a, been in, Winters. <laughs> in a 12-step program, this is just horrendously manipulative and fucking terrible behavior <laughs> on the I part of one very handsome Dean Winters. <laughs> of whom we've seen his entire body on Oz. I do not remember full frontal of him on Oz, but... I'll send you pictures. It's okay. So, it's by the way, if I ever date anybody that calls me dummy, please just shoot me on the spot. <laughs> no, I would never. Who would listen to me, bitch? Everyone else is so tired. <laughs> so he walks in, he goes, hello, dummy. She's like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Not interested. Have a good life. Dennis lies. This is important. It's about my mom. But he also admits to it. That was a lie. So he gets in the door and he's like, Elizabeth. And I love when people call her Elizabeth. And he's like, I've recently discovered that I'm a sex addict. No, Did you're you not. <laughs> Yeah, I am. I'd be an even worse sex addict if I wasn't so consumed with my latest business venture. I don't want to hear about your job, Dennis. One word. Coffee. One problem. Where do you get it? Anywhere. <laughs> you get it anywhere. And that extra adding of the third syllable in anywhere is priceless. So Dennis is like, whatever. I'm Dennis, and I'm a sex addict. 
And one of the steps towards my recovery is atonement. It's amends. You make amends. You don't make an atonement. That's Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. What are you talking about, Dennis Duffy? <laughs> it's Saoirse Ronan's <laughs> leading role, essentially. Ah, oh, what a gem. She was such a fucking cunt in that movie. So I never saw it. And James, what's his face is in it, who I love? McAvoy, right? McAvoy, yeah. Former sex partner. I'm sorry that my disease has made you a victim of my sexual charisma. <laughs> I'm sorry that I've ruined you for other men. Apology accepted. Get out. You know, my sponsor said that you were going to try and pick a fight with me to lure me into hate sex. It's not going to work, Elizabeth. My support group is lousy with nymphos. What about now? Now we head into Jack's office where he and Jonathan are confabbing. I'm sorry, what? Confabbing. <laughs> what does that con- mean? They're having a conversation. A fabulous one? Yes. Confab. <laughs> nice. So Liz is just as upset as you are about your situation. She says, have you seen this Tracy thing? Jack is aware of it. He has a Google alert. Tracy Jordan. Ridiculous. Disaster. <laughs> And so she's wondering if they've spoken to him and Jonathan's on the phone waiting for the assistant. And he's like, well, when do you expect him? And Grizz is the agent. I love, I love it. I love it. I, I think I he has it. stuff all morning. You think, or you know, hang on. I think I'm going into a tunnel. <laughs> First of all, it's a 30 rock off his phone. They would have to dial an extension to get there. Is the building going through a tunnel? Sorry. I just realized I was doing that into the camera. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, it was a hand gesture. (laughs) (laughs) So now we've got a video of Jack's birthday party. His mom sent him a lot of his old stuff. Which is sweet. But not really. really. The card said, Jackie, here's some of your junk. He's taking up space. A new boyfriend needed it for his golf bags. His name is Paul, and he doesn't want to meet you. (laughs) And then Jack's little face. His name is Paul, and he doesn't want to meet you. Oh, sad. At any rate, I had Jonathan convert the movies to DVDs and preserve the memories. And she's like, oh, my God, is that you? I like your little sweater vest. And then he gets so excited. He throws up. (laughs) Sorry. I know you're building up to it, but I just like, again, I spit on it. I spiked it. (laughs) Into the other court. Into a tennis court. We're not even playing the same game. But somehow you're winning. (laughs) So did you ever get so excited as a kid that you threw up? No, I got so excited I had a panic attack. You know when you like feel such joy that you're like, I can't physically handle that? Because I have. It was during the premiere. I saw it on the day it came out of the Lizzie McGuire movie. In the penultimate scene when she's singing That's What Dreams Are Made Of, I was overcome with a euphoria that could only be described as orgasmic. And I had to leave the theater because so much serotonin was pumping through my tiny little body that I was overcome. And every time I heard that song, for a year thereafter... I had similar emotions and didn't know what to feel, and so I just went catatonic and walked away. It was a really inspiring song. Hey now, hey now. That's what, oh my God, it still gives me tingles. Ah, and now I'm erect. That was a lot. Or was it not enough? That was a lot. You're right, you were right, you were right. Well, I tend to pee a little bit nowadays, but not because of laughter, just because. <laughs> So Liz is being non-empathetic at all. And he's like, as a kid, you never threw up. You never vomited. She's like, no, nobody does that. I mean, I feed a little. And they flash back to her laughing. Lutz's ties being sucked into a paper shredder. And they're all laughing. He's got the shredder. Lutz is freaking out. She's like, I'm losing. I'm losing. So losing is a portmanteau of laughing and whizzing. And Liz is actually an acronym for 
lying and sensitive Zeman. That's a that's a demon who's drinking Zima. Because oh my god, he could have died. It's lots. It's lots. <laughs> so Jack's like, if you want a really good laugh, read this. And no, a list. really good Liz. Let's oh, be right. honest here. Sorry, thank you. You're welcome. Liz two Z's. Like me. It's Liza with the Z. Liza. <laughs> so he made a list of things in the fifth grade he wanted to do by the time he turned fifty. Now the ones that you can't read but that are on there are own a pair of Coca-Cola pants and ride in a wiener mobile. <laughs> so she Liz is like, this is adorable. And on the list they've got go to Disneyland, ride an airplane, kiss Peggy Fleming, done, done, and oh boy, done. Is Peggy Fleming a uh, figure a skater? Yeah. Yes. It was like Dorothy Hamill or Peggy Fleming and then Dorothy Hamill. And then Oksana Bayul. And now I And then no Tara Lipinski, then Christina Maguchi. Then no Christina Maguchi, then Tara Lipinski, Michelle Kwan was contemporaneous. Sarah. And Sarah, whatever. Owens. And then was that her name? Hughes. Sasha Cohen. Not Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> she looked a lot like Rory from the Gilmore Girls. Oh, then uh, Gracie Gold. I'm out. All right, bye. <laughs> So Jack also wanted to live in a house with stairs, which I've done. Beat up a Russian. <laughs> I have not. Hit mom with a car. All right. So let's see. What else on this list have you done? Fly in a plane? Yes. Go to Disneyland? No. No. For me. No for me. But, but Jack has. He's held Walt Disney's frozen head in his hands. I have fucked Peggy Fleming. <laughs> I looked up Queen Noor. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know who she was. So, and then he says, I hunted, I hunted the world's most dangerous, whatever. Somehow Game. Then he's like, man, <clears throat> excuse me, manatee. <laughs> so Which sad, sucks. Manatees manatee. are endangered. <laughs> They're sea cows. They don't do anything. <laughs> have you shot a manatee, Julie? <laughs> no, I have not. Thank you for asking. <laughs> So there's only one thing left on his list. Be friends with Batman. And there's still a couple of hours. Jonathan, could you get me Adam West's agent on the phone, please? Who's Adam West's agent? Grizz. Griswold Talge Management, representing excellence. <laughs> and here comes your best friend, Jenna. I could not oh, find this little snack's name, the little guy who's, like, harnessing her up. <laughs> he wasn't on um, Indep? No. He was not on IMDb. <laughs> It's funny. I actually played Peter Pan on Broadway. <laughs> Did you know there's a Broadway street in Tampa? Damn it. Why am I doing that stupid voice too? <laughs> anyway, so the hot snack is saying, now this is important. The carabiner needs to be threaded all the way to the top in order to lock. And I'm like, are you top? Your bottom? Your bear? Your daddy bear? Otherwise you can fall, she says. In, in bed. Gross. Liz Lemon, the only voice of reason, says, pay attention. Then he's like, also, you can't have anything in your pockets. She's like, oh, my phone. Will you hold that? Thanks. And actually, a very funny line. She's like, oh, my God, why are there so many dead doves up here? <laughs> and the rafters. Her phone rings, and the ringtone is Muffin Top, of course. My Muffin Top is all that whole great love. And the only person who does that, I, I just want to dance. The only person who does a better, Jenna. Imp- There's several verses. Jenna impression than me is Liz Lemon. Uh-huh. Jenna's phone. Hey, Jenna, this is Dennis Duffy. Hello. Yes, hello. This is Jenna. I bet you never thought you'd be hearing from me again now, huh? Yes, really. Why? 
Why so ever would you be phoning me? With the help of WebMD, I was recently self-diagnosed as a sex addict. So, former sex partner, I'm sorry that my disease has made you a victim of my sexual charisma. I'm sorry that I ruined you for other men. Look, I would have come down there and done this in person, but it's complicated because of the whole Liz thing, you know? Naturally, Liz, always. If she found out about this, she couldn't handle it, and it would ruin your friendship. You know I was the love of Liz's life. I'm not sure you were, but apology accepted. Oh, no, I totally was. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Jenna's now doing backflips in the harness. Super cute. Anyway, so Tracy's being told that he can't go into space because by Jack because his contract expressly prohibits dangerous activities like extreme sports or riding the subway during when? St. Patrick's Day. Flashback. That's the word we were looking for. So there's a magazine on the wall that's not Newsweek. It's News Something, but it's got Tracy's picture on it, and the caption is, Hip-Hop Hilarity. And then, what is this, Horseville? Because I'm surrounded by naysayers. Wordplay. And then Liz was like, I mean, that is solid. So Tracy goes on and on about when he was a kid in the projects, he'd look up at the stars and dream of going into space and escaping the slums and killing an Ewok. <laughs> now the man that kid has become can make those dreams come true. Do you know what that's like? And Jack does. And so he's beginning to understand why Tracy has to do this. As Robert Browning once wrote, Tracy says, Oh, but a man's reach should exceed his grasp. Or what is a heaven for? He was prepared for the possibility of this meeting. <laughs> he was. So Jack says he'll call his friend at NASA and he'll set up a flight for you. Liz is befuddled. She's like, what the hell? Jack's like, I'm not taking this childhood dream away from him. Not on my birthday. But he's not going to let him do that. Instead, it's another task that Liz will have to complete. He has choose to set up a fake flight. TV magic. <laughs> She's like, oh, I was going to run today. Okay. Yeah, sure you were. Anyway, so Jenna is off from flying through the wilderness and evading Liz, dead doves. Liz is like, you missed a call. Was this my doctor trainer? Slash trainer? No, it's Dennis. Calling me, why? <laughs> well, Jenna, Dennis has been going around calling all the women he's ever had sex with. Did you speak to him? Yes. Did you pretend to be me? I did. Did you do an impression of me? Of course. Was it British? It was. <laughs> oh, my God, Liz. First of all, <laughs> the reason I have some en English inflection in my speech is because I lost my virginity to <laughs> the My Fair Lady soundtrack. And she says, second... You guys have been broken up, and Dennis and I were in a very emotional place because of Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> Jenna, stop. Yes, what you did was disgusting. Anyway, they met at a car dealership in Chicago when Liz was still trying to be an actress despite her neck. Oh. <laughs> They've seen this happen too many times. Strong female friendships torn apart by some guy, and that's not what's going to happen. Has that ever happened to you? What? A <laughs> Don't ask. Exhausted. Did I listen to K-pop on the way over? No, I did not. <laughs> no, a friendship of yours has been torn apart by a Yes, guy. I think I told you. I'm 5'10", and I took one for the team and dated this guy who said he was 5'5", five five, but I'm going to say not. But we were really, we worked together. We were servers. We were really funny. We had a great time. And he slept with my fucking roommate, and she was 6'1". <laughs> <laughs> and then that was the end of all of us. I moved out the apartment. I got him fired from our job. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well done. <laughs> Scorched earth. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck my roommate. Thanks. 
So let's fast forward to the end of the scene that's really funny. You be Jenna. Okay? All right. So she's like, I mean, the idea of the guy walking around thinking he means anything to me, to either of us, it's ridiculous. It's unacceptable. We shouldn't let him get away with it. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, let's stab him. Let's give him a piece of our mind. <laughs> yeah, you're... Th- no, that's not 100% me, where it's like someone was uh, recently scorned, and they're like, I just know what to do, and I was like, we should kill him. <laughs> we should kill him. No? All right. So here comes sweet... Gullible, golly gee, Kenneth. More gifts, Mr. Donaghy? Oh, you got a new tuxedo for your party. So Jack reveals he wore nothing but hand-me-downs until he was 12. And Kenneth's like, but I thought you were the oldest. He's like, oldest boy. (laughs) (laughs) Now look at me. I already did. That's a (laughs) lot of loot. My last birthday, I cleaned up. Look, I got this keychain I got. Every time you move its head, its head moves. (laughs) Look. I want to be Kenneth. So Jack says, Kenneth, I wonder what it's like the wor- seeing the world through your eyes. He's like, I don't know, Mr. Johnny. I think the world pretty much the same. See the same world the same as everyone else. So he says everyone is sort of like a Muppet. Um, they're exactly, they're Muppets. And suddenly Jack starts singing, because I think you're very special, Kenneth. What? That is my best boobline. But most of us grow up and lose our sense of wonder. Oh, that's sad. Not really. I've surpassed my wildest dreams. I'm happier than I've ever been. It's like, Where's you? You've got all these fancy presents from business associates and this big empty house. <laughs> Happy birthday. Hello, dummy. Hey. What's up? I know about you and Jenna, Dennis. Oh, I, I get why you're here. You want me to rank you, apples and oranges, ladies? No, stop, shut up. I'm here because I want you to know that I am not mad at Jenna about this. Well, you can't be mad at me either, Liz. You know, I mean, I went to your apartment that night looking for you, to be with you. Wait a minute, hang on, my apartment? Okay, I can explain that. You had gone on that over 30 outward bound trip to Arizona and you had asked me to house it while Dennis came over. And as I mentioned, we were both pretty torn up about Hurricane Katrina. What those people were doing to the Superdome? Fine. All right. You know what happened? What do you want from me? This is what I want from you. I want you to understand exactly how unimportant you are. You are not the love of my life. You are not capable of hurting me, and you could never do anything to damage this friendship. It was in your bed. Ah, guys, come on. I eat in there. So now we're in the basement of the Kmart on 3rd and 8th or whatever, and Dennis is retrieving like... 68th and 6th. That's what I said. (laughs) Dennis is retrieving like two coins from the coffee machine in the basement. Hello, dummy. What's up? I know about you and Jenna Dennis. So they're there together, which is lovely. And he's like, so you want me to rank you? Apples and oranges. Who do you think is the apple? I think it's Jenna. But she keeps her doctor slash trainer away. You eat her. Good call. And Liz's like, no, stop, shut up. I'm here because I want you to know that I'm not mad at Jenna about this. He's like, well, you can't be mad at me either, Liz. I mean, I went to your apartment looking for you. And this is when things started to get devastating. So they hooked up in her apartment. And (laughs) they're trying to explain the situation. Evidently, this had gone on that 30 outward, like that over 30 outward bound trip to Arizona leak. And had asked Jenna to house it. Devastating. And Dennis came over, brutal. 
And as I mentioned, we were both pretty torn up about Hurricane Katrina. White nonsense. <laughs> what those people were doing to the Superdome, arrest him, Your Honor. It's like, you know what? It happened. What do you want from me? This is what I want from you. I want you to understand exactly how unimportant you are. You are not the love of my life. You are not capable of hurting me. And you could never do anything to damage this friendship. It was in your bed. And here we go. Best line reading of the episode. Oh, come on, you guys. I eat in there. <laughs> Such a good you know turn. Who else says? Paula. Yes, Paula and the Pop-Tart. So she's going to take the high road. So good luck with your fake addiction and your inconveniently located vending machine. Anyway, so he's decided to rank now because he's pissed. Hey, Blondie, you're number one. Thank you. And at the same time, Liz is like, I don't care. Well, Jenna says thank you. So we're off to Jack's birthday party where Adam West is hosting. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't stay too long. I'm on a case. The Penguin's in town. <laughs> But I would like to introduce my good friend, the man of the hour, Jake Delahy. Adele <laughs> Dezine. Uma? Oprah. There it is. Nice. Ah, we're back. So Adam West is like, Jake, and Jack's all sad. He's like, this is wrong. It's all wrong. Everyone go home. Party's over. That Everyone was leaves. Anyway. Adam West, who wants his food, he's like, I was told <laughs> so- I would get a meal. So Liz actually does show up respectably late. She was like, I'm, I like, legitimately waited home in the first one here. Jack is bummed. And Lemon, sorry. Jack is bummed. And he's just like ruminating over what's in that box. And Liz is like, I don't fucking know. I like dressed up for this. I'm wearing like eight layers of Spanx. It's like, you know what? Tonight was supposed to be special. And all I could think about was that kid. So happy he threw up. The closest I came to vomiting tonight when I saw Ann Coulter's shoulder blade. I wrote in my notes, I hate Ann Coulter. <laughs> I'm going to find out what was in that box. I'm going <laughs> to go buy it with money, and it's going to make me happy. <laughs> if that doesn't work, I'm going to Benjamin, but Benjamin button myself. Ow. Which Liz says, we're not meeting in the middle. Oh. 2008 movie with Brad Pitt. Terrible movie. It hurt your brain to think about. Was it? But enjoyable. You never saw it? Yeah. Mm. Seemed weird. <laughs> Do you guys know what Benjamin Button is? Yeah. Okay. He grows down. He, <laughs> for lack of words, yes, he grows down. Well, it's a really bad movie. But it was the height of Brad Pitt mania, so. Is the meeting in the middle from the movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she's gonna, they're going to meet in the middle as he, she gets oh, to be older and he life. gets to be younger. Gotcha. They'll meet at an age in the middle. He's in love with somebody who is his age, but because they're aging, he's aging backwards. He seems very old when she's very young, so they should be able to meet in the middle until she goes off to die, and then he becomes a baby. It's very, it's awful. (laughs) Like I said, it's hard to talk about or think about. You're like, what? (laughs) Benjamin, who, where? It's real bad. We should definitely not watch it. If anybody wants to not come to a not watch party. (laughs) So now they're getting ready to send Tracy on his journey. They're like, where's Tracy? He's like in Cape Canaveral, by which I mean through that door. (laughs) He told him he had to be blindfolded before launch to prevent space madness. (laughs) Then we put him on the channel for traffic copter for a couple of hours. And now he's landed here in sunny Florida. Well done, Hornberger. 
So now Tracy's doing push-ups with a blindfold on and they have a space heater on him. So he thinks it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, at least it's a dry heat. Oh, you definitely need to do this next part. Good work, astronaut Jordan. <laughs> now do 20 space sit-ups. No, the next part. <laughs> what part? Computer. When do I get some tang? <laughs> also, I'm thirsty. Wordplay. Nice. So now Jenna's dressed like Peter Pan. Um, so yeah, Jenna and Liz are having their little gathering of female empowerment. Telling Dennis off together was so good for their friendship. Jenna felt so jacked up when <laughs> she threw a brick. <laughs> <laughs> he loves her so much. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> In the words of Liz Lemon, yeah, that was something. <laughs> I can't believe Dennis tried to do that to us. Just the way she says. Right? <laughs> what? I don't know. So they're like, sure, sisterhood. And Liz notices that Jenna's carabiner is not closed. Yikes. Instead of warning her, she just shuts up. She's like, what? Nothing. And then she falls really hard. Really, <laughs> really, really hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so Liz very half-heartedly at the end is like, careful. <laughs> she's like, I'll go get the floor marshal. And she's running away. She's going, floor marshal. <laughs> Which is Kenneth, right? She's Kenneth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is Kenneth, yeah. So Jack is still trying to figure out what's in the box. What's in the box? (laughs) Oh, oh man. What's in the box? What's in the box? So two Brad Pitt references in one episode. What can you do? (laughs) So he, uh, he calls tech support. Tech support can't do it. It's not 24. Then they do find out that the box is from Jimmy. So he calls Jimmy Flaherty. I don't, so I don't understand their H's. He's so he's excited. Like, <laughs> and then he's V-pumped. He flies in from New York, thinking, or from Boston, rather, thinking it was a job interview. Jamie doesn't know what he got him. And so then he hires a deaf person who also thought this was a job interview. This is and problematic, 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 <laughs> problematic. <laughs> so poor Wendy, who... Oh, Wendy's fucking love it. Wendy, the person though, doesn't deserve this. And he's saying she reads because no one else like read lips, whatever. You're saying Apollo, Apollo, Apollo. Then he pukes again. Gross. So he Jack knows what it is about that because she's staring at the mouth. She also is there for a job interview. This is all just proof that Jack is a terrible person. And <laughs> exactly. she's in the mailroom and she's all excited to be. There, and now she has to watch him puke. Terrible. Terrible. Now I'm stuck on finding that song. What song? I think it's called Automatic. <laughs> do what you don't do me. You totally at your my senses down. All I can manage to fish from my lips is a stream of absurdity. The way to control it. <laughs> Totally automatic. <laughs> Whenever you're around, <laughs> I'm walking blindfolded. <laughs> it's from. I think I had it on 45. Uh, who sings it? <laughs> oh, it's the Pointer Sisters. So we just had a really problematic moment with the <laughs> hearing impaired person, Wendy. 
And so Jack gets all excited because he knows what it was. <laughs> my notes Apollo, Apollo, notes. Apollo. <laughs> Jack's all excited. He doesn't give a fuck about anyone else. Frank's hat says leaders, laser disc on it, and Jenna's on crutches. She's like, hey, sister, how's the leg? You are a piece of work. These crutches are real, everyone. Liz tried to kill me. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? So go, please. You saw the harness, and you didn't do anything. So their fight is interrupted by the fact that Tracy is going to <laughs> launch... So suddenly, with all this chaos, I love that both of them, like, obviously, Liz is going to shut it down, but Jenna, too, is, like, compliant. And they both shut it down for a second as Tracy and the actors hired to play the astronauts are walking through in very much, like, Armageddon slow-mo situation. Super lovely. Did you know Ben Franklin? Is that his name? Who's the actor? Ben Stiller? Affleck. Ben, ben Affleck. There it is. I was close. Um Got all of his mouth redone for the... Oh, my God, I'm exposed. Um, got all of his mouth redone for that movie because there was a lot of, like, lower jaw shots. Like, redone how? Like, he got all his teeth shaved down to tiny points and then got... Veneers, they all do that. Okay. Christian Bale, my once lover, did that for American Psycho, and he's just never been the same. (laughs) Sorry. Good for you, Dan. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. I hope you're happy and healthy. Not me. Na, 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 na. So as they're walking Armageddon style, for some reason, Kenneth is making like bird noises. Yeah, because they're outside. <laughs> and there are birds outside. No birds on the rocket landing pad. None that survive. <laughs> All systems are go for lunch. Star Wars. So, all that stuff about our friendship is a lie. You would have let me die, Liz. Which is fair. She she could have. She could have died. No problems here. She's going to die in a couple uh, episodes later. What? She, remember they think she's dead at the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My muffin top is all that. Totally uh, worth it. Sorry, Jack. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it was getting a lot. We'll talk about that. Yeah, so she's like, so okay, I did a bad thing, but you slept with Dennis. And now and we're... now we're even? Even, I can't even look at you. Snaps. You know what? You're no longer my plus one to the Canadian Grammys. Aw. They're called the Junos. One. Zero. Lift off. So they're in this, like, mechanical set piece of a rocket ship. What are those called? Spaceships? They don't even seem real anymore. I'm scared, but also excited. I'm losing. (laughs) Uh, Jack is finally reunited with his toy. He paid $7,000 for it at a bitched store. Uh, where a morbidly obese gentleman called me pal. It's fucked up, I know, but it's also amazing and hilarious. Problematic. Problematic. <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> oh, it's happening again. Look what you done to me. Okay, so. so. Okay, so they're in space, question mark, and so they're basically Skyping from... Like, literally, the other room. Yeah, the other room. (laughs) Exactly. And uh, 
Kenneth is asking, how is space? And then he winks, to which Tracy says, great wink, Kenneth. <laughs> space is cold, <laughs> but very beautiful. And sometimes it sounds like Jenna yelling in the distance. <laughs> uh, he's like, where'd so you get precious. that rocket? And he's like, Mr. Johnny, he's letting me hold it. It's awesome. <laughs> and Jack said, you know, I actually envy you too. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could see the world through your eyes instead of mine. Tracy says, hey, Jackie D, if everyone could see the world the way I see it, it would be a better place to live. So a bunch of Tracys is how he views it. Jack says, I bet that's true, Tracy. Um, And then he sees the world he sees it, which is dollar signs. Guess how much money Kenneth is worth? $7. $7. Now, are you guys old enough to have watched Wheel of Fortune in its first incarnation? Instead of winning money, so you had won money at the end, and then you go shopping in a room. So you'd be like, I'll take the umbrella stand for $199. Like, great, you have $1,800 left. You're like, I'll take the television for $4,000. No. It was so much more fun. And then you could take the rest of it on a gift certificate. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, you have $73 left and nothing that cheap in the room. You're like, I'll take the rest of it on a gift certificate. Thank you so much. <laughs> No. Didn't they say, like, the human body really is worth, like, $13 or something? That's not true at all. Okay. Your kidney alone is worth, like, thousands. It's illegal to sell your body parts. It's illegal to sell a whole body, too, but apparently it's <laughs> 13 That's true. I don't know where I heard that. Probably QAnon. Thanks, Q. Dennis. Yes. <laughs> so Liz is going to make it up to Jenna. <laughs> What can I do? How about the next show you're on? We could let you sing that song. They wouldn't let you sing at the inauguration. <laughs> fucked up. This is fucked up. Jenna says, no, chocolate rainbow is too good for TGS. <laughs> She's like, okay, fine. You can tell them. You can tell the writers. Tell them what? About my commercial. The one where I was back in Chicago. Suddenly Jenna's healed. Booking she it. She throws away the crutches. She's running on her foot. Everything's fine. Everyone, listen to me. Listen to me. No, this is the real thing this time. <laughs> Which I do love because she does acknowledge and she I is aware of the fact. <laughs> yeah. No one likes her. No one cares. And then she says, when we were both living back in Chicago, and Liz was still trying to be an actress, her neck though, the only job she ever booked was for a local phone sex line. <laughs> what? It was a and chat line for urban singles and they only hired her because their first choice was deported. <laughs> And Liz is like, okay, we're even. They'll find it. And like, she's like, there's no way you'll find it. Found it. Found it on your <laughs> What? No. Let's be ever helpful. I have a cable to hook up the computer to the TV. <laughs> I know. Poor Liz. They have never worked this hard in their life for anything. And suddenly now. But then Pete yells, shut your wet mouth and get that cable. <laughs> <laughs> so they, she's like, let's all be cool. That's not going to. Don't wait. On comes the video. Liz has short hair, terrible eyebrows, lipstick in her teeth. The, the number is 1-900-OK-FACE. Okay <laughs> Hi, and I'm Bijou. Oh, my God. They're all like, like, Bijou! I really wish there was a Bijou that just sang jewel songs, because Bijou means jewel in French. Fun. <laughs> no? All right. Let's fuck me. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. She's like, I- I've had since, since then I've had Invisalign. <laughs> then Carlos, this is not English. attractive. <laughs> Carlos, in English, German, or Polish. 21 That's not hours even a, a day. 
So the, they put up the number one nine hundred OK face, and they're like, "That's not even enough numbers." <laughs> and Liz has a rose in her teeth, and she's like petting a bear. <laughs> and then Jack comes in and is like, "What the fuck is happening?" They explain it. We circle back. Gosh, we love to party. She's like, I remember that girl. She cried all day. The girl's feeding her a greasy fucking piece of pizza. And she's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Kenneth walks in sweet as a day and says, what's so funny? Oh, is that Billie Jean King? <laughs> Jack is anyway, laughing a lot like Nick is right now. He's laughing very hard. Liz understands what's about to happen. She's like, get out of the way. He's going to Jack. Goodness gracious. Oh. God, he's mortal, Frank yells. <laughs> what just happened? And Lutz screams in a high pitch. <laughs> Later, Liz enters Jack's office. How are you feeling? Are you feeling okay? He's like, I feel great. I feel like a kid. Lemon, honestly, I don't know what I'd do without you. See you tomorrow, Jack. See you tomorrow, Bijou. Ah! Bam! Oh, that was a fun episode. I mean, it is always tough to come up to the bubble. Such good, such good line readings. What you did was from us disgusting. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like this is when they're really finding their groove. They've always been skillful, but they've got the characters fleshed out. The line reading's fucking hilarious. The content is hilarious. The background, the banners, the everything, gold. Yeah, I could deal deal without the Tracy subplot, but I feel like you always feel that way. That's rude. You always feel the way about Jenna. Rude. Always and never are things that children say. Okay. <laughs> well, I think I already gave you all the cool tidbits that I learned along the way. <laughs> all right. Should we head to the chat for the gemstones? Let's yes. do it. Apollo, Apollo. Are you ready? Let's go for it. Mm -hmm. Send. Wow. Emma. What? Who are you? Emma. Emma. <laughs> Muppets freak me out. <laughs> well, that's new information. So the Muppets, I could, I'm not going to rewatch it because there's Muppets stuff. But <gasps> that's a personal problem. I gave it Emma a very respectful 88. 88. <laughs> Nick doesn't seem to really care that Bijou's fucking hilarious and the three best line readings of the whole season with a 92. Luckily, I hit it right on the head with a perfect score of 94. <laughs> that's Thank why God. we keep you around. <laughs> Thank God for me. Next week also looks bad. I hope I'm wrong. It's cutbacks where they have the guy come who says they have to cut like 30% of the staff and then Liz tries to seduce him. 30% <laughs> of her left tit. <laughs> Please remember that Nick has no shirt on for this entire episode when listening. Uh, hi, Gemstones. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Blurg. We super appreciate your support, and it's always lovely. To <laughs> anyway, you can, sorry, you can find more of us on Blurg Pod on Instagram <laughs> and takespod.com. And obviously, here, wherever you are listening to your Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. 